You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 254, Feng Shui Room by Room, The Living Room. Welcome to episode 254 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach Feng Shui online. Visit us at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you didn't know, we have a Feng Shui certification program where we train people to become Feng Shui consultants. We do a deep dive. So if you've always wanted to learn more about Feng Shui and really help other people, this is a great program for you. We're open for enrollment right now and class starts next year in February. And it's a six month certification program. If you sign up for our mailing list by visiting mindfuldesignschool.com and scrolling down to the bottom, or you can click in the show notes, there should be a link to sign up for our mailing list. Or if you go to mindfuldesignschool.com slash join, you'll be able to join our mailing list and get updates on our certification program, as well as a new program that we have. So we have an annual new year package that we do. And this is, I think, our sixth year. And we're welcoming in the year of the wood dragon for 2024. It's already on sale right now. There's a lot of content you'll get right away to begin to start to shift the energy and chi in your home. And then it culminates on Lunar New Year on February 10th, 2024 with a live class. So there's a lot of content there now. And then you join us for a celebration on Lunar New Year. So this week, we're continuing with our Feng Shui Room by Room series, and we're moving on to the living room. And we know this question will come up. So we just want to let you know that since we're doing room by room, this is an instance where we're talking specifically about a separate living room. But we do understand some people have like smaller homes or tiny homes or studio apartments and may not have a whole separate living area called a living room, but we'll address that in a different episode. So don't worry, we're thinking about you. So Laura, let's get started. Do you want to share about the living room? Yeah. So we're going to talk about the living room and why it's important. So this would be a separate area where you and your family can gather, or you can gather with friends and family to relax, to gather, to communicate, to talk, to play board games, who knows, some people are watching movies, but it's really that downtime. And a lot of people find this space an important one and ask in feng shui because everyone recognizes that this is a time for people to come together, okay, to connect. So how we've been doing the series is we talk about, we've kind of created a list of must-haves or must-dos for each of the rooms. And so we've put together some top-line ones for the living room, for the family room, for the den. This can be a room that is completely separate or off the kitchen, but it's really one where you have seating or an arrangement for gathering. So the first thing I would say is because the intention of this room is for gathering, and conversation, make sure that you have enough space for that. So if your intention is to be able to have your family come and relax and connect, make sure each of the family members has, there's enough seating for each of them. 
so that, you know, if you have three people in your family that, you know, there's not just a two seater and has to sit on the floor is that, you know, people aren't going to stick around. People aren't going to sit around and get comfortable and gather. So make sure you have enough seating if possible. And the other thing on the other side of that coin, which I've seen is I've seen people with too much furniture with too much in that room that doesn't allow for people, for chi to circulate, for conversation. Sometimes in our lives, when we put so much stuff in a room, in a bedroom, in a front entryway, in any of these spaces that we're talking about, we're filling it with stuff and we don't have space in our life for other things. And those things can can be opportunities, can be really times to share an energy with others. So, you know, stuff, furniture, heavy things, they can weigh on the chi and they can take up a lot of a lot of what we do and it can slow stuff down. So I would say make sure you don't have too much furniture and also make sure that that furniture is not blocking doors. So the second point on furniture would be when you select the furniture for the living room where you gather with friends and family, you can notice if you have some sharp edges there or sharp corners or pointy situations and that might be like a big column or it could be very like a very pointy coffee table for instance or side table and I can just imagine like especially if it's a tight space you bump in and hit your shin and then everyone's mad and in a bad mood all day right so that's not promoting family harmony or if you have really sharp furniture. So if you feel like you want to have more smooth flowing chi in your living room, you can soften the corners. And this can be done simply by selecting furniture that has soft corners. So rounded edges or even a round coffee table can be very supportive if you want to create more harmony, less arguments, because that round shape creates more equality like they always talk about the knights of the round table right and so that kind of non-hierarchical shape offers that feeling in the family in the living room and you know along with round it doesn't have to be a circle a perfect circle it could also be oblong or curved but just noticing where there could be parts in our our living room that are very sharp and maybe they can have a softer way. And then you can also add a little softer feeling if you don't want to change your furniture with pillows or blankets that create some cushion and softness, which is similar to creating more softness and cushion with our relationships and our family. Yeah. And soft round is you know, curving textures, that's a, that's a more yin quality. And you want that yin energy in these kinds of spaces because it's quiet. It's, it's, you know, relaxing. It's not kind of go, go, go. You really want people to sit and stay. The next thing I would say is look at your lighting. Overall, the lighting should lift the chi. So you don't want it to be too dark in there, but you also, again, talking about yin and yang, you want the energy maybe a little bit more to the yin side. 
so that it's a little bit darker, maybe dimmer lights or, you know, lights that are creating more of an ambiance and a feel. And you can do that with table lamps and floor lamps or even twinkle lights, you know, for fun. You know, if you have an overhead light, which is like a ceiling light or something, you can put that on a dimmer or choose to turn it off and maybe opt for some softer lighting around. That can really, again, especially when we're moving into darker nights where we're gathering colder weather, you do want those warm yin comforting lights to support you as well. And then the other thing for kind of decor in the room, a lot of people have artwork. Some people have TVs, which is fine, by the way. I'm not going to judge on the TV right now. It's a place to gather. I mean, but you you also may want to add artwork so that you have other visual interest. Just make sure that your artwork is hung at eye level, that it is not too low or too high. Again, think about the chi, right? Really low. Everyone's going to be looking down. It kind of lowers the level of chi. So, you know, when you're standing... You're kind of roughly eye level with the center of the painting or the picture or whatever it is. That's a good rule of thumb. So just take a look at your artwork and then make sure that it's hung at the right level. And then a couple more decor points, Angie, what do you want to add some? Sure. So one way that we can work with the feng shui in our home, the energy in our home is to work with plants. You know, it was brought to our attention recently that people think feng shui equals plants, and that's not true. You can certainly have a great feng shui, great feng shui energy in a home without any plants. But if you do like plants, plants can be a great addition to a living room because plants bring in life energy. They can promote family harmony and more flexibility and also bring more kindness into the room with intention. And these are all actually qualities of the wood element and wood element is often embodied in house plants. And it seems to be what really is helpful for people right now. But again, if you are not a plant person, you can instead use the wood element colors like green, teal, or blue in strategic ways, meaning like you can bring in artwork or you could bring in a lamp that is the color of the wood element or a pillow or a throw blanket or, you know, something else like a rug with the color of the wood element, which is any kind of tone of green, blue, or teal, like turquoise. And then that kind of speaks to softening and changing. So if you're going to bring in softer elements, you know, try maybe using green if you don't want to do plants. The other color that is one that you could play with adding in a really small amount is red and red is the great corrector so if there's something going on in the space if you feel that you know maybe there's a little bit of discord or maybe there's a little bit of disharmony and people are just you know a little bit conflict add red with the intention of shifting the energy okay of changing the chi and a red can be very powerful. It doesn't have to be big. It could be, as as Angie said, like a throw blanket or, you know, a toss pillow or a throw blanket or something very small or a bouquet of flowers or, you know, flowering plants, something like that. Okay. And then try try that on and see how that, uh, how that feels. And then I think what we'll do just to wrap this is give you some paint colors because people always ask, what are some good paint colors? 
Now, if it's a common area, so if it's attached to a kitchen and, you know, it's open concept, you know, opt for a neutral color or work with the colors in the rest of your space. Don't just paint the living room area one color because you think it's good feng shui. You know, you want things to be seamless and move together. You don't want it to be a jolt. And actually white, pale colors, whites, off-whites, those are all metal colors, which is really good for communication. You know, that might be the best color and it's a very simple and there's nothing wrong with white and you can add in accent color with small items in decor. So that's one paint color. The other two, we've talked about green a bit. Angie mentioned green, which is for kindness and flexibility and all those qualities of wood. And then the third that I think would probably be good for a family room area would be earth colors, colors that are associated with the earth element. So yellows or browns, because they're very stable, they're very grounding, has a little bit more of that yin quality that you're looking for when you come together as a family. So that's the the living room. And as Angie mentioned, you know, we'll talk about, we'll probably do another podcast on spaces that you have to work in multifunctional spaces, you know, like a studio or a smaller scale apartment. So we'll, we'll definitely circle back on this. Yeah. And you should definitely let us know if that's something that you'd like. And you can do that by leaving us a review and, and saying like that you love the podcast, hopefully, and that, you know, you'd also love to hear about uh, studio apartments or whatever. And that's, that's something that you could do on the reviews. And speaking of reviews, Laura and I wanted to take some time to shout out some wonderful reviews we received on mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts. So I'll read one from Love 22 and they wrote, they love this podcast. They said, I love listening to this podcast and following Holistic Spaces on Instagram. They probably follow actually Mindful Design School on Instagram. They always keep me inspired. I love the wisdom they share about feng shui. I am very passionate about feng shui and I'm always am learning something new. Okay. And who was that from? S love 22. Okay. I'm going to read one it's from a Canadian. It is Adri Claire and it's titled Monday Inspo. This podcast has a lot of practical tips. The episodes bring an opportunity for contemplation and reflection, a moonlight moment on Mondays. So many interesting ideas that are generally low cost, simple to apply, and can really help with the basic design and maintenance of a space. Thank you, Adri Claire. Yes, Thanks, thank guys. you so much. So, thank you so much to the listeners. Thank you so much also for your reviews. And thank you so much because, you know, those things really help. The reviews help us know that people are listening and get the word out. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can tune in every Monday for our new podcast episode. If you like our podcast in this episode, please share it, subscribe. You can leave a review and we'll share it on the upcoming podcasts and give you a little shout out. You can also join our mailing list and that's a great way to support us, to keep in touch with us and to hear about all our latest happenings because we teach feng shui online and that's why we have our podcast to to support and market our feng shui school called Mindful Design Feng Shui School. 
So we have a certification course that starts in February and we're open for enrollment right now. And we also have another program available right now called the New Year's Reset Program. We do a New Year's Reset Program every year. So we're open for enrollment now for those of you who want to join us to celebrate and welcome in the Lunar New Year. You can find all this info at mindfuldesignschool.com. Plus, you can sign up for our mailing list by visiting mindfuldesignschool.com slash join, or you can scroll down in your show notes. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.